Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. I'm Brady Cannon, live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. My partner, Josh Applebaum, is alongside via Boston, Massachusetts on a Tuesday, this 20th day of July. And uh, that's a quick turnaround, Mr. Applebaum. I think I saw you here in studio less than 48 hours ago. Looks like you made it home safe. How was your trip out here in the desert? Oh, Brady, it was great. It was great to bump into you and meet in person, of course. And, uh, yeah, it was a great trip overall. Hopefully my sunburn is, is going away a little bit here because uh, no one told me it was going to be 117 degrees. And uh, the sun's pretty – it's legit out there, Brady. So I'm back in Boston, but great to be with you today. Uh, a lot of news to get to. Obviously a huge NBA Finals game tonight. Interesting stuff with both the spread and the total. It's also Scott Foster Day. So hide your kids, hide your wife. We got Scott <laughs> Foster and Chris Paul, uh, which we got a really interesting nugget that you may not know or maybe you do know. But uh, tons to get to today Brady a lot of MLB as well and I'm happy to be with you once again on the Lombardi line yeah you caught the tail end of that record-breaking heat wave we had out here thankfully uh, back to normal and uh, down into the low 100s right now so very bearable now in Las Vegas Uh, I want to get to a disappointing story out of the NFL before we move on to the NBA game you mentioned Josh and that is Adam Schefter and Tom Pelissero reporting that Los Angeles Rams running back Cam Akers has ruptured his Achilles 
and is expected to miss the entire season. Uh, not only a blow to Akers and Rams fans, but also Rams betters. I just hate to see this before the season, season even gets started. And this is a kid I really liked, not only at Florida State, but I thought he was really emerging as a go-to back in that backfield for Los Angeles. I'm right there with you, Brady. We hate to see these injuries in the offseason because this uh, young running back, Florida State, second-round pick, uh, he was great last year. 625 yards rushing, led the team, but really is what, we, what he did in the playoffs, Brady. You remember that game where they went to Seattle uh, and won 30-20 in the first round in the wild-card weekend? Uh, he had 28 rushes, 131 yards, and then in Green Bay, they lost that one 32-18, but he was 18 for 90 in that one as well. So this is a, a kid who uh, really started to turn it on in the playoffs, had a really, really bright future. It just stinks to see a good player like this good young player uh, go down here. So uh, obviously next man up, you know, the, what I'm looking at is really the win total here, Brady, because if you look at the Rams, obviously a lot of attention with bringing in Stafford and, uh, and Sean McVay has mentioned many times, like he died and went to heaven switching golf to Stafford. So uh, <laughs> if you're golf, uh, that's a tough one to hear, but uh, high expectations, obviously, but to me, Brady, the win total is interesting. It's 10 and a half. So obviously the Rams, they go 10 and six last year. They add Stafford. You still have McVay. You still have that great defense with Ramsey and Donald. Uh, and you're thinking, hey, they're going to be even better with Stafford. They'll win 11 or more, especially adding a 17th game here. But I would say not so fast, uh, Brady, because their win total of 10 and a half, it's really juiced to the under. A lot of these books are minus 125, minus 140. So even though this is a popular offseason bet, to think that the Rams are going to be so much better with Stafford. You bring in Stafford, you get rid of golf. It's got to be a big boost here. However, the under 10 and a half is juiced up. That's telling me there's some liability here on the under. And also look at the Rams. They have the 10th hardest schedule, Brady. You run through these games, their uh, opponents this year, their records last year, 140 and 132, a 515 win percentage. You have some cupcakes here. You know, Chicago Bears uh, week one opening night. I think it's that Sunday night game. They're a seven point favorite there. The Bears, Detroit, Houston, Jacksonville. You can probably check off four wins right there. But a really tough schedule overall. And Brady, look at those last, you know, three, four weeks of the season. They got to go Seahawks, Vikings, Ravens, 49ers. This is a tough schedule. I still like this team. It stinks to see a great young running back like Akers go down. But I, I wouldn't rush to the window and bet the over 10 and a half. Looks to me like this under could be a little bit of a liability juice play. Yeah, and don't forget about week 14 at Phoenix to take on the Cardinals. That's no cupcake either. They play in the toughest division in football, so I hear you loud and clear. I think over 10 and a half, you need to proceed with some caution. Now, I don't think the loss of a running back, and unless it's really a major running back, is going to necessarily affect the odds, and I don't think Cam Akers has quite ascended to the major running back status, but he certainly was the go-to guy. They have a running back by committee system there in Los Angeles, but he was the top dog, I believe, in that committee. And you look at the wins, you mentioned 10 and a half, and it's juiced to the under. To win the NFC West, they are the favorite at plus 185. To win the NFC Conference, they are the second favorite at plus 525. And then to win the Super Bowl at 12 to 1. I'll tell you what, I, I don't know if I really like any of those, Josh, because I just, I mean, you're looking at these numbers. We're basically Basically handing them, you know, a, a trip to the NFC championship game or, or a division win. And, and I mean, I, I think Arizona, San Francisco and Seattle have something to say about that. 
I'm right there with you, Brady. So obviously, you know, again, getting Stafford instead of Goff, you still have a great coach with McVay. You still have a great defense. They have the tools, the pieces there. And I think you make a great point with running backs. You know, Akers, really good young player. And of course, you don't want to miss a guy like that. Uh, but it's obviously uh, not as bad as, you know, you know, having a quarterback go down for a season and any injury, anything like that. And you hammer home the point that I agree with. That's a really tough division here. You know, you're going to have to play these teams twice. The Seahawks, who, uh, again, I really like their win total over nine and a half with Russell Wilson. He's gone over that number. Uh, I think seven of eight or eight to nine years in the NFL. Uh, also the 49ers. What do we expect out of San Fran? You know, they have, they draft Trey Lance, Jimmy G's coming back. They have a lot of guys decimated with injury last year coming back, you know, so I'll still have Shanahan. You have to go through them. Then of course the Cardinals who I'm not as high in the Cardinals here, Brady, uh, you know, their win total here, I, I think is eight and a half or eight, a little bit to juice to the under there. Uh, and again, Kyler Murray, you bring in, uh, you know, JJ Watt. Uh, also, uh, can you get anything from, uh, from green there? We'll have to see still have Hopkins, but a tough division. And I always like Brady, like if there's a team in the offseason that gets so much love, so much publicity, you're, all you're going to hear is how terrible golf was what a huge vast improvement is with Stafford. I kind of like to go the other way as a contrarian and say, Hey, let's hold on here. They're not juicing up the over They're juicing up the under. It could be uh, again, they go, you know, 11 and six, something like that. 10 and seven tough division. We'll have to see, but obviously losing acres, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't kill your season, but it obviously isn't a benefit losing him. Yeah. I agree with you on going against all that off season love. And I don't think the Rams have been a total darling, but certainly have made some headlines with the substitution, Matthew Stafford for Jared Goff. Uh, you look at this division, we talk about it being the toughest division in football. Every season win total is basically projecting every one of these teams to be over 500 for the year. So, I mean, they're, they're in for a tough road just right there at home in their backyard, let alone what they do against the rest of the NFL. Yeah, great point, Brady. So, of course, we talk about the schedule being tough here for the Rams. But uh, what does that tell you? Obviously, the oddsmakers are respecting uh, the NFC West here, just seeing all these teams that are, uh, you know, high, higher end win totals. Uh, but again, we'll have to see. You know, I always feel like there's going to be one team that we don't expect that's going to play better than we think. And there's always going to be one team that maybe uh, is a little bit down. So maybe it's the Cardinals. You know, they're kind of a little bit trendy here. But uh, again, you know, you look at uh, Kingsbury and his record in the NFL. Also, how, you know, how will that defense hold up? You think you're going to score a lot of points. Uh, but as you can see here, it's the eight and a half. That's what I was looking for. Thanks, Steph. Uh, minus 125 to the under. They go eight and eight last year. You know, kind of a tough schedule. We'll see how that plays out. But I'm thinking, hey, out of the Seahawks and out of the 49ers, I think one of those two teams is going to get double digit wins, maybe one that we don't expect. So got to still respect the 49ers with that pedigree. And of course, Seattle with Russell Wilson getting fans back uh, at, at tw for the 12th man. I think that's a benefit as well. So tough division here, maybe it maybe a 10 and seven, 11 and uh, you know, 11 and six is your best record. And you win that, uh, that uh, NFC West. Yeah. And you uh, remember for the Arizona Cardinals too that one miracle win when they beat the Buffalo bills. So, you know, that would have been seven wins if that plays out as you would have expected. Uh, San Francisco, Seattle, absolutely a very tough division there. I do expect the Niners to bounce back, Josh. I think there's the perception that they were such a lousy team last year, but they really weren't that bad. They just had nobody healthy. So I, I think San Francisco could be in a good position to bounce back and maybe get back to the Super Bowl where they were two years ago in a loss to the Chiefs. Let's take a look 
at the NBA Finals. It's game six tonight in Milwaukee between the Phoenix Suns and the Bucks. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern for your tip. And at BetMGM, the Bucks are favored by five points with a total of 222. That is pretty much the consensus price out here in Las Vegas. Josh, there are a couple of stores who have gone to 222 and a half on the total. What are you seeing in the market on your end there as far as game number six tonight, which could be a championship game for the Milwaukee Bucks? Yeah, it could here, Brady. And again, last time they won 1971, that's back when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was Luel Cinder there, Brady. So it's been a while there for the Bucks. You got to know, uh, what is it called? The, the Deer Nation or whatever, when they hang out outside the stadium, you and I got to get a ticket there. That seems like a lot of fun, but <laughs> I want um, one for inside, a- <laughs> not outside. That's true. That's true. Either way, I'll take the cheaper ticket though, Brady, as long as we can cash a couple bets, but uh, you're right. So this is a huge turnaround for Milwaukee. Let's give some respect to Milwaukee. You know, they were down Oh two, they won three straight uh, and a really, really impressive win last game. You know, when they were uh, a four point dog and they end up winning 123, 119, that total flies over. So coming back home, chance to win the NBA title updated series price right now. Big favorite here uh, with the Milwaukee bucks up three to two minus 400 on the series price, 80% implied probability. But I'm seeing tonight, uh, Brady, the obvious play to me is the under, you know, based on what the market is telling you, because it opened at 223, it's down to 222. And you have seen some books even flirt with possibly 221 and a half. So what I like about the under two things is number one, recency bias. You've seen the overdue pretty well this series. I think it's three, one and one. Uh, you had a push in a few games ago, depending on what number you got, uh, but also 242 points last game. You saw a ton of scoring public just saying, Hey, 222, they'll easily go over that number yet. It opened 223 and fell. So maybe a recency bias by low under spot there. But also, uh, it's this game six, game seven, late series under system that I really like. You know, nothing's a guarantee in sports betting, but it's about 58% when you get to game six and game seven, last decade to the under. You can incorporate tired legs, a lot of great film you can go off and match up defensively, uh, an elimination game, the pressure of that, and wanting to, you know, chew up the shot clock, get a good shot off. So to me, public over, yet it's falling. Game six, game seven, late season under trend. I would lean to the under here. And also, Brady, I'm trying to read the tea leaves with the spread. The interesting thing with the spread, it really hasn't moved at all. But if you look closely, it looks like a little liability on the Suns because this thing opened Milwaukee minus five, and it pretty much stayed at five the entire time. We've had three days. It's been a a tough wait here, Brady, for the next game. But it opened five, stayed five. However, I see a couple books down to four and a half, and really all the juice is on the Sun side, plus five, some minus 115s out there. So it never got juice to the buck side, and it never got to five and a half, and it looks like it's leaning toward the Suns. Now, here's the caveat, uh, Brady. We, we joked about this. It's Scott Foster Day. Okay, this is the, the number that it, I'm sure is just going to, you know, you can already see it on Twitter. It's blowing up here. But Scott Foster, since 2014, in games, in playoff games where Chris Paul has played, Chris Paul's teams, one in 12 straight up, one in 12 ATS. So what does that tell you? You know, part of that to me is like, that was more of a James Harden thing when they were on the, the, uh, the rockets there together. But uh, if you're a conspiracy theorist guy and Hey, if you like the bucks, maybe that's something you, you latch on to. but based on the market movement, Brady looks like under uh, for sure here with the line move and a little tea leaf line movement here, juice uh, wise, maybe to the suns at minus five at plus five. Josh, doesn't it seem, and I know typically you kind of like to go against the perception or the general majority thinking, and I'm, uh, you know, of that nature as well. And it seems to me like the picture is painted so brightly for the Milwaukee Bucks. They've won three in a row. Uh, Now they get it, you know, on a silver platter at home to close this out. And it just, I would think the public would be running to the window to say, yeah, they're going to get it done and, and they're laying the five points. 
I, I would kind of maybe want to go the other way and say, hey, not so fast. And, and I don't know if they're going to lose the game outright, but I would probably want to take the points before I laid it just because of that situation looks so heavily weighted to Milwaukee. Yeah, great point by you, Brady. And this is really the best time of year to kind of go against public perception just because these games are so heavily bet. Obviously, it's the finals. They're primetime games, 9 o'clock here. But you're right. You know, uh, it seemed like this was just going to be a layup here for the Suns. They're up 2 nothing. They're cruising here. Chris Paul, you know, was running away with the MVP award. Uh, but yet, it's all going to the Bucks. They've won three in a row. And again, recency bias. What have you seen? You've seen the Bucks play great. You've seen the Bucks win outright as a dog. You've seen uh, the Bucks just look like they're a team of destiny here. That's a re- reason why you want to buy low here on the Suns. Now, what's intriguing too is, you know, I was, t- I was texting uh, Thomas Gable, our buddy at the Borgata, and he was saying his tickets are pretty much down the middle. Um, so that kind of tells you like, you still have respect for the Bucks, but maybe you have a, a, some of the public saying, hey, I still believe in Chris Paul. Booker's been awesome even in these losing efforts. Uh, so to me, anytime you see a split ticket count, Technically, the line shouldn't move at all. It really hasn't moved a lot, but the juice liability is toward the sun. So he added all up, Brady. Uh, we have seen these short favorites, five or less, do well in the playoffs. That would match with the Bucks. The Scott Foster angle matches with the Bucks. But I'm with you. You know, I'm leaning Suns here. Let's just see over the next, you know, eight hours here how this develops. If you see it go down to four and a half across the board, I think that's the signal you're looking for uh, that, that the Suns are taking in the respected money. Josh, what about the exact result of the series? Obviously, the only scenario for the Suns is the Suns in seven, and that matches the series price at plus 310. The Bucks, uh, their money line tonight matches uh, Bucks winning four games to two. That's minus 200. And then the Bucks in seven is plus 550. It's kind of interesting here when you just look at the series price. Milwaukee minus 400. And you're kind of getting two chances there because obviously if the Suns win tonight, the Bucks could still win in game seven. But the Bucks to win in exactly seven is a big juicy price. The, the straddle in these markets here as far as the series winner and the exact result is kind of interesting to look at. Is there anything that you, anything that you would gravitate towards? Yeah, so Brady, to me, you know, the only one that kind of entices me would be Suns and Suns four to three, Suns uh, in game seven here, because if you think they can, you know, win tonight and then go home for game seven, to me, that would be the angle here, plus 310. Now, full transparency, Brady, I bet the Suns before the series started at minus 190. Uh, I felt great after two games. I do not feel good right now, obviously, with the Bucks up three to two. But to me, this is a bet that I probably lay off of. Uh, again, you know, you can pr- maybe jump on the Bucks four to three, Suns four to three, get a big juicy payout there. Uh, but it's tough to predict at this point, Brady. And to me, uh, game by game, that might be your better uh, your better option here. Yeah, I have the Suns minus one seventy to win the series. Uh, there's really no way I, I don't think to get off of that bet or to kind of hedge it. Uh, you look at the MVP market. Chris Paul now up to six to one. Devin Booker at six to one. If you like the Suns, maybe you. Put a little bit on that but you know you're already invested in the Suns and and everything is big minus money as far as Giannis MVP bucks to win the series so I I guess we're stuck with Phoenix and uh, just rooting uh, tonight uh, for them to get it done in Milwaukee Josh yeah fingers crossed I think a lot of people would say Brady too like if you already have that minus 190 why don't you take the series price now I just stick with one that I I don't want to turn two one loss into two I'm just (laughs) going to stick with my original one there you go all right when we come back we'll take a look at today's card in Major League Baseball right here on the Lombardi line have you 
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun! Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool to the touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a Chill Mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on Chill Mattresses and get two free pillows iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. With football 
Football season just around the corner. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 20 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the Lombardi line. Brady Cannon and Josh Applebaum with you going over today's card in Major League Baseball. And we'll start with the first game on the rotation. This will get going in about three hours from now in Oakland, California. James Caprillian against Jose Suarez and the Los Angeles Angels here, Josh. And we've seen Oakland take some money. They won on Monday night, and the betters looking like they're going to try and make it two in a row here. Here at BetMGM, all the way up to minus 160 on Oakland. Eight and a half is your total, and that's down a little bit from the opener of nine. Yeah, you're right, Brady. So going back to yesterday, you know, we saw the Oakland A's win four to one. They were a really sharp bet. They were uh, around even money or like plus 105. Everyone was betting Otani, yet the line moved to, to the A's around. They closed around minus 115 yesterday. That was a system there with Otani pitched a great game, but the bullpen really let him down in that one. I'm going back to the well here with the A's, Brady. You know, number one, uh, big line move in their favor. They open around minus 135. They've been steamed up to around minus 155 here. Uh, system match that I like would be steam uh, 15 cents or more on a home team coming off a win that's 62% this year done very well. You also look at just the head to heads, you know, Oakland has had the angels number here, eight and three head to head against the angels, especially at home. They've done even better. And also Oakland mashes lefties. Oakland is 23 and 13 against lefties. This, the, uh, this year they're going up against Suarez and also just a basic, you know, run differential here. Oakland's plus 33 in run differential. We have the angels minus 128. So combine all that stuff, you know, mash lefties, uh, owning the angels here, line move in their favor, better run differential. I'm going to lay with Oakland here in this early day game. Yeah, the Oakland A's and the Houston Astros atop the American League West. They are both 5-5 five and five over their last 10 games, and the Oakland A's remain three and a half games back of the first-place Astros in that division. Let's move over to the National League East, where the Miami Marlins will be visiting the Washington Nationals. This one will start shortly after the Angels and the A's, 4.05 Pacific, 7.05 Eastern time for your first pitch, featuring Trevor Rogers and Paulo Espino. Uh, this one's a pick -em. Minus 110 either way here at BetMGM with a total of nine. The Nationals have seen the money, Josh. They've won two straight, and Miami has dropped three in a row. Yeah, Brady. So we got lucky there. We, we covered our minus 16 and a half yesterday with the Nats. They won 18 to one. <laughs> yes, so, indeed. Uh, <laughs> crazy blowout there. And the bats are getting going here, especially Soto coming off uh, home run derby, just uh, just mashing. Also, Trey Turner. Uh, but I'm going to go Nationals here, Brady. You know, I think the public is, is kind of split. You know, these teams, uh, you know, similar type records, you know, Nat, Nats a couple games better. But if you look at the pitching matchup, Trevor Rogers has been good this year, seven and six, 2.40 ERA. However, because of that, you know, public is kind of split or even slightly leaning Marlins. Yet the Marlins actually open like minus 125, minus 120. They open as a as a decent sized road favorite. And yet, despite kind of this even ticket count, the line has really fallen here toward the Nats. So this is now a pick'em type game. You've seen the Nats go from around plus 115 to now minus 105. So I like back in the Nats here. You know, one thing is uh, definitely their bats. You know, I think you're you're really banking on uh, really the, the Nationals out slugging the Marlins. The Nats are hitting on the year 259. That's actually fourth best in baseball. Brady, Miami's hitting 234. That's 20th. 
with. So uh, I'll go Nats here. I like this line move uh, basically becoming a dog to a pick them. Maybe we see this thing hop the fence, see Nats become a slight favorite. I'm going to go Nats with this big line move in their favor. Yeah, I'm with you, Josh. I think they're the better team right now. And you're right. It looks like Rodgers is the play on paper, but uh, I'm siding with the Nationals as well. Let's go to the Bronx where the Philadelphia Phillies are visiting the Yankees. It'll be Aaron Nola against Domingo Herman. Both teams are off of a pair of wins. Both teams have lost seven out of, or excuse me, one, seven out of their last 10. Nola is a favorite on the road here. What are you doing with this one? I'm going to take a shot. I'm leaning with the Phillies. So I'm going to take a shot here with the Phils. I kind of like the fact that uh, public's down the middle. And again, anytime you see, you know, from a, uh, a market standpoint, tickets are even, Theoretically, the line shouldn't move at all, but we know that these uh, different wagers are, are weighted differently. You know, you have recreational bets, you have bigger bets. Uh, the Phillies, to me, are taking in a little more action based on the market movement. They open around minus 115-ish. They're up to around minus 125. You still don't have Aaron Judge in that lineup. It makes a big difference when he's out. Interleague line moves to favorites. Done very well this year, 62%. Yeah, here at BetMGM, about a 15-cent move towards Aaron Nola and the Philadelphia Phillies, and they got some of my money as well. I I've been riding Nola pretty much all season long, and uh, the Yanks are getting hot, you know, seven out of their last ten, but Philly's been playing well as well. I'll bank on Nola to get it done today in New York. We'll come back and cover a few more baseball games on the other side here. Keep with us at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN football betting guides are coming soon, and there's no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus bets, bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy them both. Now's the time to reserve your copy or sign up for the VSIN all access package and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at vsin.com slash subscribe continuing with the baseball card for your Tuesday I want to begin in Detroit Josh the Texas Rangers visiting the Detroit Tigers it'll be Dunning versus Scooball and Detroit opened up here in a pick'em affair at minus 110 apiece but the Tigers have seen the money and I understand it this team all of a sudden they're hot look out for the Tigers in the second half they really are, and you're right, Brady. And this uh, shout-out to our guy, uh, Patrick Maher, native son of Detroit, big uh, long-suffering Pistons and, and Tigers fan. But the Tigers have been uh, pretty decent here. They've won four straight. They won 14 to nothing yesterday uh, as kind of a pick em type number. So they came through with their bats, obviously. But here's something that's crazy, Brady, with the Tigers. They're 44-51. and 51. They're only seven games below 500, but they've been great to bet on. They've kind of a team that the public still thinks that they're terrible, wants nothing to do with. They're typically always contrarian, getting plus money. If you bet 100 bucks on every Detroit Tigers game this year on the Tigers, you, you'd be up around $1,200 this year. They've been really good for sports better. So uh, I'm going to go back to the well. I'm with you, uh, Brady. I'm going to go Tigers here. You know, I like this line move. This is one of the biggest line moves of the day. Kind of a sneaky move, you know, two bad teams or sub 500 teams, maybe not get a lot of attention, but it looks like Sharps really like Detroit here at home. A lot of these books open 
uh, kind of like a pick 'em type game, Brady, or even like a, a Rangers minus 110, minus 108, and yet it's now completely flipped to Tigers minus 119. So big move there to Detroit. A uh, couple systems I like with Detroit. Number one, uh, a non-division favorite. In these non-division matchups, you see a lot of uh, a lot of value here to the lack of familiarity going toward the better team. Uh, and then also Texas has been kind of a fade on the road. They have one of the worst records on the road in baseball, 13 and 34. Remember in that uh, that Toronto series, Brady, they just got destroyed there, and that's kind of been a microcosm of their year. So I'm going to go Detroit here. Uh, you think that they're terrible. They're actually a pretty decent team to bet on. Big line move today. Give me the Tigers at home. Yeah, the Rangers may be a fade to look out for possibly the rest of the way. They've lost six straight and eight out of their last ten. So, you know, I'm with you. Detroit been a hot club. They've won four in a row, as you mentioned. Let's look at the Indians and the Astros. The Astros hung on to win it on Monday night, four to three. Houston was minus 185 on the open here in this game, and the Indians have seen a little bit of a trickle of money here. This is going to be Tristan McKenzie versus Luis Garcia, and and I know the Astros are one of the favorites, not only to win the division, the AL pennant and the world series, but this seems like this line is pretty high. Cleveland is not getting any respect here. I played Cleveland just for a very small bet. It wasn't one of my featured bets of the day, but again, I just think that price is too high on the Astros. I agree with you, Brady. To me, it's a lean on the Indians or not play this game at all. You know, you look at uh, number one, this is actually a huge public play to the Astros. They're getting across the market seven, eight out of 10 bets, just saying, hey, just, just hammer the Astros at home. They'll easily take care of the Indians. But what I like about this one, it's kind of a line phrase. It's ticked up a few cents toward the Astros here, Brady, but not a ton. And I agree with you. That's kind of a big number. You would look at uh, Cleveland, a little bit of value here as a road dog with a high total. That'll be a system match. Uh, of course, the more expected run scored, uh, more likely uh, that you have some upset opportunities and some variance here. You know, my one concern would be McKenzie. Uh, he's got a pretty high ERA around, you know, five and a half here. Luis Garcia has been pretty good for Houston, 2.95. Uh, but again, you know, to me, the value isn't laying that big number with Houston at home. If anything, I lean Indians with the plus money uh, or just lay off that game. Yeah, you figure the Astros should be able to take two out of three here, but uh, that means the Indians are going to win one game. Maybe it will be today. You talked about a lot of line move there towards the Detroit Tigers. How about the line move in favor of the Minnesota Twins? They are in Chicago to take on the White Sox. Bailey Ober facing Dallas Keuchel and uh, the White Sox moved from minus 180 favorites down to minus 145 here at BetMGM. So a lot of betters backing the Twins on the road today. Yeah, I'm not sure if Billy Walters likes the Twins or somebody, Brady. <laughs> you got a lot of money here on the Twins, and it kind of makes sense. This line's a little bit too high, minus 180 to start. You've seen it really, really tumble here. A uh, couple things. Number one, you know, the Twins probably should have swept yesterday, Brady, in that doubleheader. They win the yeah. first one. Barrios is pitching a great game, and he gives up a walk-off homer, uh, bottom of the seventh, to Sheets. So kind of a, a really tough beat there if you like Minnesota in those games, getting uh, their dog the first one. They were slight favorite in the second one. Uh, but I'm with you. This would match, you know, divisional dog, uh, high total on the road. You know, you look at Dallas Keuchel. He's been, uh, he's been decent this year. He's got a 4.19 ERA. Um, Minnesota has been uh, okay against lefties here. To me, you know, the, the thing you always run into, Brady, is like, Huge line move to the Twins. You know, you could have got them plus 150, plus 160. Now they're on a plus 133. You're not getting the best number at this point. You know, you, you could make the case you're kind of chasing steam now with this big line move. But uh, to me, 
I'm not going to buy on the White Sox. Again, I lean the move here with the Twins or not play it at all. But it's very rare you see, you know, a move like this, 40 cents down. That's big. You know, if anything, I lean Twins or it's a layoff for me. Yeah, I did get the Twins on the overnight at a nice juicy price. And I think this Bailey Oberkid is a really good pitcher. He doesn't have a lot of innings under his belt. And you look at his numbers and it's nothing, you know, that stands out. But uh, I think he's a very good pitcher for a team that's been pretty lousy. And, and Keuchel... Like you mentioned, you know, a fairly average pitcher for a team that's been really good. You look at his ERA versus his XFIP. His XFIP, I believe, is over five. So that could be part of the reason there in fading Dallas Keuchel in the market, what we're seeing here with that big move. Let's take a look finally before we move on here. Will Hill will be our next guest to get his plays in the next segment. But I want to look at one more baseball game in Colorado. It'll be the Rockies hosting the Mariners. And Colorado's seen the money here. A little bit of a trickle of money. They're up to minus one. 80 favorites and that's saying a lot Colorado laying minus 180 now I know they're a lot better at home than on the road you've got Herman Marquez pitching in this one against Marco Gonzalez and this is the time of year Josh when we have to start as we get towards the trading deadline you have to start looking at pitchers where they're in a spot where maybe they're possibly auditioning for other teams and that could apply to Herman Marquez Great point by you, Brady. So to me, this is a hazmat play, and I love the Rockies tonight. And I'll tell you why. Uh, anytime I see a team that's minus 180 who, who has a worse record than their opponent, I immediately say something's fishy or something's going on. So right off the bat, you know, Colorado 41 and 53 losing record Mariners 49 and 44 winning record here. So why on earth, if the Mariners have a better record, does Colorado open minus 165 and get steamed up almost to minus 180? Uh, that just stinks. I think a lot of, uh, you know, betters might say, Hey, Mariners have a winning record. I can get plus 160. I'll take that all day. However, why did they open as a big favorite? Why are they moving as a big favorite? This is a play on Colorado uh, to me here, Brady. They've been good at home, 32 and 19, good against lefties, 15 and 12. And their bats, they're 12th in baseball, 244. Mariners are dead last hitting 219. Give me the Rockies at home. Well, it's hard to bet against Herman Marquez uh, the way he's going as of late, but I did it. Made a small play on the Mariners, so I'm going against the move here, Josh. We'll see how it turns out. Will Hill up next. We'll see what he's playing today right here on the Lombardi line. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dance, (laughs) There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Discover BetMGM, the king of sports books. Sign up today and win $100 if you place a $1 wager on any NBA Finals game and either team hits a three-pointer, regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use the bonus code VSIN100 when you place your first bet. Enjoy the finals more than ever with BetMGM. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia. Virginia only. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, in Tennessee. 800-889-9789 and 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Will Hill joins the program now, a regular contributor to the Lombardi line. You can also find his work in Point Spread Weekly, and you can follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. Will, uh, how did the British Open work out for you? Did you land on Colin Morikawa? 
I did not. I was uh, I was a spectator by Sunday. I had a little Sergio top 20, which came through for me. I had him to win outright. I had Burns for a little bit, but, uh, you know, I, I was just more of a fan on Sunday. I, I was rooting for uh, Oosthuizen to, to, to come through and break the slide. I felt bad for him. It's just, man, it, it uh, he had a chance to really build a lead early in, in the weekend, fr- Thursday, Friday. He felt like he could pull away, just didn't do it, and it came back to bite him. I was rooting hard for Jordan Spieth. Uh, that did not come to fruition. Cashed some top five, top tens, all that kind of stuff. I was with you on Sergio uh, for an outright, but congrats to Morikawa. He just did not come across my radar. One of the best players in the world, obviously, especially Tita Green. But, you know, the short game and the putting, it's not in the stats for Morikawa, but boy, was he lights out on Sunday. The guy did not miss a tick. Um, let's move over to the hardwood, my friend. And you've got a, a play on game six tonight, which way you going between the Bucks and the Suns. Yeah, it feels over, doesn't it? I just Milwaukee's they've won the last three. They really controlled the last four. If you remember game two, they lost, but that was because Phoenix shot 20 of 40 from three. Milwaukee really just outplayed them in a lot of the metrics, got whatever shot they wanted. Their shot quality's been really good this whole series. Their offense has been really good this whole series. Uh, for a team that's offense, they come, it comes and goes. They had some ugly games against Atlanta, against the Nets. Their defense has always been good throughout the playoffs, but their offense has been great in these in, in, in this series. And you know, I just think this is a vicious spot for Phoenix. This is a rough building to walk into. You know, they, look, they came into the year if they won a playoff series, if they made the playoffs and won a series, it, it's a great year. Now they're in the finals, and I mean, look, you got to be fair. They played the Lakers when they were beat up. They played the Nuggets without Murray. They played the Clippers without Kawhi. Um, they're starting to look like the, the second round team we expected them to be more more so than a finals team. It's not a knock on them. It's just the reality of it. And you know, they haven't faced adversity either. They haven't played a game seven. They haven't faced elimination. And now they go into Milwaukee where that fan base, that building is going to be crazy. I just think Milwaukee's been the slightly better team. Giannis has been healthy, which I I really didn't expect coming into the series, which is why I picked Suns in seven. Um, Look, we've seen crazier things than a five-point underdog winning the game outright, but to me, this feels like a coronation. This feels like Milwaukee wins the game and wins it going away. Will, it's great to see you, buddy. Hope you're doing well. I wanted to ask you about the total tonight because uh, we're seeing some movement here toward the under. Remember, we've seen uh, 242 points last game, so I think the recency bias play with the public is, hey, another high-scoring game, just hammer the over. But we have seen historically when you get to these later series spots, the under's done pretty decent, about 58% last decade in game six and seven. Obviously, you're looking at tired legs. You're looking at an elimination spot. Every possession is important. Maybe you chew up more of the clock. What's your take on this total tonight, Will? It fell 223 down to 222. Do you agree with that move? Do you think we're in for a lower scoring game here? Or do you say, hey, don't overthink it. Over's been doing well, 3-1-1 this series. Uh, What's your take on the total? Do you have a lean? Just to stay away from me, because I came into the series thinking it would be more of a defensive series, thinking it would be more of an under series. These were the two best defensive teams in the playoffs, so I thought we'd get some lower scoring, ugly games. But I think the pace has, has thwarted that a little bit. Phoenix shot lights out even from three, even in a loss the other night, they shot incredibly well from three. Like we said, Milwaukee has gotten whatever they want at the rim. So, I mean, sometimes it comes down to a cold shooting night and maybe that can happen, but uh, Milwaukee's getting some pretty good looks. They're getting whatever they want at the rim. Phoenix is really good from the mid range. So I would guess lean over, but uh, to me, this is a pretty easy pass. Well, let's move over to the Diamonds, and I know you've got a couple plays today in Major League Baseball. We'll start with the Boston Red Sox visiting the Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto's been playing pretty good as of late, 500 baseball. Of course, the Red Sox atop the division. They win on Monday after losing a series to the New York Yankees, the first couple of losses of the entire season to their arch-rival pinstripers. But uh, which way are you going with here on this one? Are you going towards the side or the total? 
Well, I got to correct you, Brady. They didn't lose to the Yankees. They lost to the Scranton Rail Riders or some some minor league <laughs> version of the Yankees. That's an odd. That's true. And That's true. Applebaum should be embarrassed. Applebaum should be ashamed of himself. That's a terrible team the Red Sox lost to. Uh, I like the over here. Uh, Richards going for the Red Sox. Uh, another thing Applebaum should be embarrassed about. Since the beginning of June, Richards has an 11 ERA. Beginning of June, what was that? That was the crackdown on all the sticky stuff. So clearly Richards was up to something. The Red Sox were up to something. They have pitched badly. So uh, typical Applebaum team just cheating their way to uh, to victories here. But uh, Richards has been bad. Richards has been really bad since the sticky stuff crackdown. Uh, Hatch is going for the Blue Jays. It was supposed to be Manoa, the really good rookie, but he got scratched. I think it's a back bruise, so he's out. He's on the IL. Uh, should be more fireworks. I mean, we saw it yesterday. I don't I don't know what the final was. I know it went over in, like, the second inning. This is just not a major league field. I mean, it's 367 to the power alley in left center. The ball carries there. Uh, the Blue Jays are an elite offense. The Red Sox are really good on offense, so I think we could be looking at another, you know, 9-6, 10-8 kind of game. So give me the over here. Well, you're totally right. But hey, my man, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I mean, come on. That's the oldest adage in all of sports here. I'm, I'm a Belichick guy. So whatever it takes to win, of course. But uh, let me throw this one at you, Will. Uh, Brady and I were talking about the Phillies and the Yankees. And you're, uh, you know, you're the GM of the Vikings, the Suns, but you're also a Yankees GM. You help out Cashman in your spare time here. You might get hired, by the way, if Cashman gets canned here. Uh, but I want to ask you, we're both leaning NOLA. Uh, we've seen a bit of a move here toward Philly. They're like minus 115 up to around minus 125. Still no judge, no Urshela. Although they have one, I think Brady mentioned seven to 10, or they took two or three from the Sox. What's your take tonight with Nola? Do you like the Phillies in this spot? Are you going to bet against your Yankees tonight? Yeah, I like Nola here. Now there is some uncertainty here, both sides. Herman's pitched out of the bullpen the last few times. Nola's missed a couple of starts with COVID. But if you look at Nola's numbers, uh, he's due for a positive regression. The ERA in the fifth, the discrepancy there, he he's, looks like he's going to be on his way up. He's one of the better pitchers in baseball. And this is a lineup he should be able to handle. Like you said, no judge, no Urshela. I mean, some of the backups are hurt. Trey Amberge, who most people listen, never heard of, he got hurt. So, I mean, the Yankees are really digging deep into the minor leagues. They're going to they're gonna fill out that bottom of the lineup with a lot of guys you've never heard of. Uh, some of the guys at the bottom move up, like the Rugnetto doors of the world, you know, Brett Gardner, these guys hitting 180 all over the Yankees lineup. They're going to be hitting not only in the Yankees lineup, but they're in the middle of the lineup. And, uh, you know, the Yankees still have issues, not only in the lineup, but the bullpen. Chapman's had issues closing out games. Chad Green, you don't really trust. So, to me, this Phillies team is interesting. You know, I, if the Mets don't get don't get the ground back here for maybe a couple of weeks when doors out a month the Mets haven't pulled away in the NL East I like the Phillies tonight and I think uh a look at them to win the NL East is interesting at a long price yeah that's what I was just going to ask you Will do you think they're worth a look in the National League East the Mets have been pulling it out with miracles the last couple nights a couple of amazing comeback games for the miracle Mets Uh, and you mentioned DeGrom on the injured list again you wonder if he can hold up it seems like the Mets always you know have a pitcher that goes down to injury and it kind of just kills their chances but Philly seems like a live team in that division I think they're around plus 350 to win it yeah I bet them well I've got the Mets 15 to 1 to win the National League and plus 250 or something plus 200 to win the the East so this is a bit of a hedge but I think on its own it's a good play and I, I played Philly plus 650 on I think it was Saturday to win uh, to win this division. Their second half schedule is much easier than the Mets. Mets have a 25 game stretch in August coming up here, where it's Giants, Dodgers, Nationals, and then I think the Nationals kind of book in that. Where those are the only three teams they play for basically a month. The Phillies have a really soft second half of the schedule, and look, the Mets haven't pulled away. These teams around them are kind of sputtering. The Braves didn't play well. The Nats have, have had issues. The Mets had a chance to play well and, and build themselves a seven eight game lead. They haven't done it. Phillies right there, and if nothing else, this is going to come down to the wire. Not the one thing with the Mets is they are probably going to make a trade. 
uh, rumors last night that Barrios, Chris Bryant, they're going to make a splash and they're going to go for it. And, um, you know, if you're looking at the bright side for the Mets, there's no structural damage. You know, with DeGrom's MRI, they said it's clean. They're just going to be cautious with it. But at plus 300, you're going to get a race that comes down to the wire. So Phillies, to me, are an interesting play. Well, only a minute and a half here left, but I got to get an NFL win total with you because I've been loving your NFL win totals. I, I jumped on your Seahawks over nine and a half, so I'm riding that one with you. But talk to me about the Eagles here. Uh, I don't want to get Michael Lombardi started because we all know Eagles. They don't need the points. They just money line every time. Uh, again, that's the, the psyche of an Eagles fan. Silver linings playbook, of course. But uh, talk to me about the win total. They were 4-11-1 last year. Obviously, you bring in Sirianni. You have Jalen Hurts year two. You draft uh, Devonta Smith. What do we expect out of the Eagles? I'm seeing some shops that have a win total of seven. I'm seeing others that are six and a half juiced up a little bit over here. We see a, a you know, kind of a wide open, uh, or you would expect an open division here with kind of all the teams bunched up. What's your take on the Eagles? What do you expect from Philadelphia this year? Well, this is the time of year we transition from basketball to football. We start looking at the schedules, the depth charts. And one of my buddies turned it on to me. He's an Eagle fan, and he turned me on to it. He's like, look what the schedule makers did to us. And he's right. They start with the Falcons and the 49ers. They're underdogs in both games. Then they have a four-game stretch in 17 days at Cowboys on Monday Night Football, the Chiefs, at the Panthers, and then the Buccaneers. I mean, that's brutal. That that looks like two and four, one and five. And when you get off to a bad start, I mean, it just kills your season. You can start to think about a rebuild, start to say, you know what, this is not our year and we've seen it with the other go the other way where teams that's not that good they start out four and two five and one even if they're not good they say you know what we can do this and uh, i just think the schedule makers really buried philly that's a brutal schedule uh i look for them to have a bad start i'm not so sold on their talent anyway it might be might be a good play even if they had a fair schedule but to me you know four games in 17 days that early in the year is really rough so i like the under here at seven you know what, Will? They get through that uh, first six games where it's a brutal schedule, and then maybe they get a couple of teams that are figured to finish last in their division in the Raiders and the Lions in Week 7 and Week 8, but those are both on the road, so that doesn't get any easier either. Yeah. I mean, they, who, who knows? They could be 2-6 and six before they get halfway through the season. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thank you very much, Mr. Hill. We'll talk to you again next week. Enjoy the rest of your week, my friend. All right, see you guys. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. College football betting guide is coming out. Check it out. Thanks. That is. That is. He's a, he's a walking promo for VEASAN, Mr. Will Hill. <laughs> All right, that's one hour in the books. Josh, we'll do it again on the other side with some more NFL talk. Stick here with us at VEASAN, the sports betting network. has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 